four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. Welcome back to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. My name is Eric, and with us today we have the one who tries to taste the water... Brock. Glug, 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 baby. We have the one who thinks they could lead the Jungle Cruise better than the guides, Jake. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And the one who gets wet, Tanner. I prefer moist. (laughs) (laughs) Tanner's a damp boy. (laughs) If you need anything dampened or made soggy, you go to Tanner Costin. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking about River rides today. Yay. Very exciting topic. Rolling on a river. So let's give a quick definition because there's sort of like there's there's a a nebulous space in when we're talking about like a river ride, right? Because like that could be a river rafting ride where you're kind of sort of almost storyless bouncing around the rapids and the whole point is just to get soaked. And then there's the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Jungle Cruise style river ride where you're on a track and being led through like a story. Yeah, so I think what we decided is, you know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean's perfect. Like on the two ends of the Disney park attraction spectrum, you've got uh, Cali River Rapids, which is just uh, you're in a raft, everything's going wild, there's waterfalls, there's splashes, there's rapids, obviously. And there's also, like, the Jungle Cruise, where you're just sitting in a cute little boat going down a very calm river. Um, So I think we decided that just anywhere on that spectrum is what we're doing today. Yeah, I I think that being said, that's great. But um, one thing that would not be considered a river rapids ride or river ride would be a log flume, which is more specifically the people usually sit in a line. And usually the point is to go up to a big drop and then a big drop down. That is not really what we're doing today. Pirates of the Caribbean has a drop, but it is not the experience of that right. ride is not built around it. Right, exactly. Um, it it is there to serve a secondary purpose in the narrative. Yes, I'm very excited. I love I love these kinds of things, especially if you go to like the parks on like a hot summer's day and just fucking ride Pirates of the Caribbean thirty times in a row. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh, you ain't good. wrong. With that said, are we? Do we feel like we're ready to jump in? I think I am. I'm really excited about my idea this week. I'm prepared. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm happy with mine. Sweet. That makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's the part where we make a pitch. All right. Let's go ahead and, and give somebody who feels excited and ready to go a chance to go first. <laughs> uh, Jake, why don't you lead us in? All right. So I wrote mine down again because I was so excited about it. And I'm going to start off by saying I envision this probably in Adventureland. But if you guys have a different locale you think would be better, then we can discuss that. So here we go. 
We follow our queue line as it winds through the beautiful scenery of the island Matanui, complete with the lush foliage, stunning water features, and maybe even some fun animatronics. Eventually, we come to the village for the pre-show, where we meet Chief Tui and his wife Sina, who happily welcomes us to the island, and then send us down to the river where their daughter Moana will be teaching us how to raft. We will start in the water and then slowly make our way to the open sea. But be careful, they warn us, at the fork in the river, make sure to go right, not left. We go down to the river, we meet Moana, she teaches us about rafting sailing, we board our ride vehicles, we make our way down the river as Moana is guiding us, we come to that fork in the river, and we are reminded again, you gotta go right, don't go left. But as we come to the fork and we see the ocean off to the right, our right river is blocked off by a mysteriously felled tree. And our boats are forced to go left. And as we make our way into the treacherous rapids and Moana tries to help us, it is revealed that we were intentionally led into a trap. The Kakamora, still angered by their humiliating defeat at the hands of Moana, have discovered her island and are seeking revenge. Moana now must guide us to safety down the treacherous river and fight off the hordes of Kakamora. Will she prevail? Will she return to safety? Vote for my idea to find out. That's my pitch. <laughs> to be clear, the Kakamora are the little coconut guys from the movie. That's a sweet pitch, dude. I think it's cool. I'm next. <laughs> Super. <laughs> so my idea is actually inspired by a very... Uh, it's something that I've talked about quite a bit. It's uh, uh, one of the things that's left one of the largest impressions on me in uh, the California experience, which is part of the train ride where we go through the primeval world. Mm. Um, and so I wanted to expand upon that idea either, uh, through Adventureland, I guess there's Dinoland USA where there's dinosaurs. I don't know. We can figure that out as we go. It would start off as like a jungle cruise style thing, uh, as we're being led through dense forests and jungles and things like that. And then there would be, much like Jake's, a wrong turn of sorts. And we kind of, uh, the the guy that's with us bails out of the, the vehicle altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, and of we go down. <laughs> right. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> like they do. Um, <laughs> and we go down, not like a super intense fall, but like... Like, you know, a fall, uh, like a, a a drop of sorts, and we are in the primeval world, uh, and we're in lush jungles and volcanoes and dinosaurs, uh, all those cool animatronics running around. I My uh, big centerpiece idea of it is that you go up a volcano and then down through, like, the lava chutes um, as one of the drops. Um, awesome. And then we can even reincorporate everybody's favorite ending the ride going on a giant uphill track like Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> to get us back to reality. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, it's a Jungle Cruise Gone Wrong event that takes us into a animatronic dinosaur land, the primeval world. All right. Sweet. Nice. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. I definitely came up with that before 3 p.m. today. Um, <laughs> and the fact that you told us that makes it <laughs> makes me very confident that that's true. <laughs> Why would he lie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Brat. 
All right. My boat ride uh, takes place after the events of the movie Onward. So in the events of the movie, uh, uh, Ian and Barley go on an adventure. Ian and Barley Lightfoot. Uh, They discover the power of magic and adventuring and also brotherhood and yada yada. But... Uh, the takeaway is that toward the end of the film, uh, this world, uh, this town, New Mushroomton, has kind of fallen out of favor with magic and adventure, but is starting to be interested in again. So Ian and Barley are trying to repopularize adventuring. So Barley has started an adventurer's training camp. The guests join as we travel in a giant cheese puff, like in the film, through cheap facades, uh, Barley wearing silly costumes, Ian, you know, trying to stagehand the whole thing, as Barley tries to prepare us for adventure. Eventually, losing confidence in this, he has Ian perform an old spell that he found to get people excited about magic. But it turns out the spell doesn't do what he thought it would, and he summons a sea monster. The ride speeds up, and through twists, turns, rapids, uh, the brothers and the guests eventually defeat the monster. All That's right. my pitch. Nice. Cool. I like it. All right, T, what do you got for us? All right, so for my pitch, we have to go way back in time. Not quite as far as Eric's pitch, but to the beginning of Walt Disney World, where there was an idea for a boat ride called the Western River Expedition. Uh, Basically, that was going to be the Florida Parks version of Pirates that was then replaced when people were like, what the f**k, we want Pirates. So, (laughs) I'm bringing back some of the spirit of that ride in a new boat ride. So, explore the town of Tumbleweed on a relaxing canoe ride, but watch out for any surprises from that pesky mining company. The ride is going to be part dark ride and with a bunch of different show scenes where you're exploring different jokes within the town. And then all of a sudden, an explosion will happen in the distance from the mining company that causes your canoe to be sent down a series of river rapids and outdoor wilderness scenes uh, before eventually you crash into a spot where you'll find a bunch of gold because that's awesome. And then you'll be done with your ride. (laughs) The end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Amazing. <laughs> Finding gold is sweet. Like, yes. that'd be pretty great, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get to keep the gold? Um, No, I'm not going to make any false promises like uh, Brock did with Robin Hood, where would they get a reward? <laughs> I did not... <laughs> I did that would I did not say that. You I did not suggest it, sir. You said at least get to second base with Maiden Marion. Yeah, that is what you said. <laughs> Brock, that was in the contract we signed before we got on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Does it feel problematic and exploitive? Yes. yes. I don't remember taking peyote before that episode, but... <laughs> you know what, Brock? You're all right. Thanks, man. All right. <laughs> all right. So next up, we have our question and answer. Q and question. A. Q and A. It's the part where we do Q and A. Okay, I have I have a question. Uh, when is somebody going to shit on someone other than Brock today? <laughs> I actually have a question for Eric. Yes. Um, when we are sailing past all of the uh, dinosaur animatronics, will we be able to stick the Ellen animatronic in, the, in there as well? <laughs> <laughs> 
I think a well-placed alien animatronic would, would be great in there. It's the scariest dinosaur in there. <laughs> I said it, Ellen. Come at me. Then we can also add an animatronic of one of her interns running away from her screaming straight into the mouth of a T-Rex and saying, it's better this way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I have a question for Jake. So yeah. what are they? The caca. I, the I'm not sure if it's cacamora. They're I, the cacamora. Caca, okay. So yeah. I have not seen Moana because I'm a terrible person. So if you could walk me through their role in the story so I can have a better picture of what they're. They're in one scene of the movie. And in my opinion, they deserve so much more. They are these little like coconut people which this is not explained in the movie but outside of the movie i've looked into it and apparently they're they're actually in polynesian lore they're like trickster gods they're like little gnomes but in the movie they wear armor that's made out of coconuts but they end up looking like coconuts with little arms and legs and they have like angry faces drawn on the coconuts and they're kind of adorable but they're like murderous and evil and they in the middle of the movie they show up and attack moana from this massive it looks like an island but then it's revealed to be their pirate ship and it breaks up into like other ships and they have all these intricate ways of like shooting harpoons because they're tiny and like this great battle scene happens where they're trying to attack moana and steal the heart of the sea and it's a really fun scene and they're really fun characters because they're bad but they're also cute and they're a lot of fun to watch um they, they make for great visuals Cool. That's exciting. Thank yeah. you very much. So I would really like to see, I thought it would be cool to see like animatronics of them everywhere, just climbing over things yeah. and shooting their blow darts and having sword fights and all that kind of stuff. Also, yeah. Eric has apparently not seen Moana, so nobody suggests to him that he might enjoy it. Otherwise, he will end up hating it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've grown out of that particular subsection of my life. Then watch Emperor's New Groove again. <laughs> if you're out of that section of your life eric i highly recommend moana it is one of my favorite disney movies yeah no i absolutely plan on it it's it's and it's on disney plus disney plus send us money i have a question for tanner tanner will your um the original idea for western river expansion was it was going to be completely indoors just like pirates of the caribbean will yours also be an indoor ride I wanted to toy with the idea. At first, I thought it would be completely indoors, but with once your explosion goes off, you're sent into more of an mm. outdoor rapids ride I thought would be fun. So this show scenes would take place also during the day, so it's not a crazy okay. transition. But that way you could have a little bit more fun with having the sun come back down on you as you're getting splashed with all of this water as things go down. And then maybe it goes, I was picturing building, outside bit, Back into building for the finale. Okay. Gotcha. Um, on that note, I think my ride would be an, an outdoor ride, kind of like Cali River Rapids. And then I'll extend the same question to both Brock and Eric as well. I view mine as indoor and outdoor. Um, uh, I like it starting outdoor. Kind of the way I see it from a distance is like this is a more South American themed version of the jungle cruise. And we're kind of like going through Mayan temples and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so part of the drop is like into a temple, crazy voodoo stuff. We're in the primeval world. And so like we're in and out of that kind of thing. Once we're out of the temple, we're in like foliage and things like that. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. So I think it's in, uh, both for me, majority out outdoor though. Okay. Nice. Um, for me, uh, it's going to be indoors. Uh, I'm kind of in, I was inspired and also Abby who helped me <laughs> with this pitch, uh, was inspired by that scene, uh, in onward where they are on the Cheeto in the caves and the caverns. And that's a very, very evocative of that type of adventure that they're going on. I mean, mm-hmm. the film is based in a large part on like dungeons and dragons. So like in the dark dungeons and that sort of thing. I think would be the best way to tell that story. Okay. I think it should take place in the dark dragon personally, but I'm open to dungeon as well. <laughs> How about a dark and <laughs> Brock, where do you, where, where in the parks do you see yours fitting in the best? Uh, so honestly, it, it, it's a pretty fantasy land concept. I mean, it's, Come here, do magic, go on an adventure. That's like quintessentially fantasy land. And I think it fits there better than some things, such as uh, It's a Small World. <laughs> sure, yeah. Why, it's a fantasy that all of the world could get along, Brock. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> My question was just for Eric. Um, and you're talking about the boat guide bailing? How do you see that happening? Because I am not going to lie. I did just imagine them running (laughs) off the back of the boat and diving into the water. So (laughs) while that did cross my mind, I I imagine it being set up in such a way so that like as the turn is happening that you're not supposed to be making, there is a hidden with – uh, scenic, scenery magic kind of pathway that he can they can jump on and exit safely every time. What gotcha. about mm-hmm. if they did that like rumored thing where like at one point didn't they people want the Jurassic Park ride to like eat a tour guide off of the boat or like it might have yeah. been Jaws? <laughs> yeah. You could try to steal that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, these things went through my head. I'm also not married to that happening. However, I think that's a cool moment. So yeah, I would like it would, to it would definitely it. that would be I something memorable from the ride. Yeah, honestly, now that we're talking about it, I'm a little married to it. <laughs> <laughs> so I have um just a blanket question for everybody, which is I'm just curious why we all picked the IP that we picked. That is an excellent question and one that I've given a fair amount of thought over and part of what I struggled with when I was coming with my idea because I intentionally did not attach it to an IP. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when I think of the river ride experience from a Disney perspective, those aren't traditionally previously existing IPs. That's very true. They have become, obviously, Pirates is a huge IP now. Mm-hmm. In Jungle Cruise, they've been making the movie. So, yeah, so it's become like an IP in its own right, certainly. Uh, but. Like, that has been one of the best design spaces for them to create their own thing. So yeah. I was kind of thinking that way. That's a good That's a good point. Um, and to that point, I cannot wait to hear about the upcoming uh, It's a Small World movie and franchise that will spawn from it. <laughs> I guess I'll follow Eric 
since I also went the route of not choosing an IP for a mm-hmm. lot of the same reasons. There's also just none really spoke to me for a like what I was picturing for a boat ride for this one. And I liked the idea the more I got into mine of kind of trying to make Frontierland feel like a more connected, defined town and area, which mm-hmm. I know they've done in some other ones with like Thunder Mesa. So kind of bringing back like the idea of like, I like the idea of each one of the lands feeling like its own connected universe in a way yeah. in Frontierland. And I thought this boat ride was a great way to play with some of those ideas. Okay, cool. Brock? Um, I picked mine um, because... A, it's kind of in contrast to what they were saying. I think because they have been putting so much IP into other parts of the park, I would like to see what they would do with an interesting IP in a in a river ride like this because they haven't really done that. But also specifically uh, onward because. Honestly, I was just thinking about that scene where they're on the cheese puff going down the river, and that's so fun and different from any other type of boat ride we'd get. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this, it's magical, it's silly, it's whimsical, and I thought that would be a really fun ride experience. Awesome. I picked Moana because I thought, you know, instantly when I thought Disney and Raft, it was like Moana has a raft. You know, it's it, that movie is essentially a water ride. I mean, spoilers for Eric. So you really got creative the, with it. <laughs> um, spoilers for Eric. The water actually is a character in the movie. It's not just a yeah. setting. It's a character, too. Um, and I really like the idea of Moana teaching us how to raft, which is a big focal point of that movie is her learning how to sail and how to raft and encouraging people to get back onto the water and to sail again. And then I also really like the idea of bringing back the little coconut guys because they were awesome and they're only on screen for like less than five minutes. And honestly, you could make an entire movie just about them. So I think this is a good opportunity to kind of bring them back and to get us closer to Moana. And also, for considering how good Moana was and how long it has been since it was released, Disney has done nothing about it. There's like no Moana presence in the park other than a couple of character meet and greets. And I think that's very unfortunate. And I There's think it a needs lot of rumors that I think got delayed because of uh, COVID stuff yeah. in like Epcot, weirdly, I think. Okay. <laughs> I love both of the IPs, I think, are great choices, particularly, you know, we as a group tend to fetishize the the 90s renaissance. Mm -hmm. Um, And so hearing like two very new recent IPs being brought in in cool ways is very exciting. Good job to both of you. Uh, also, I would like to point out that, Jake, your idea would fit perfectly in the uh, Disney third gate I idea that i had because oh, remember i was trying to make to be a, i wanted a yeah. moana river ride so yeah. thank you <laughs> there you go yeah that's the only one i could picture a moana ride working in not the worlds of water or the uh or the element world that i had <laughs> oh no it would definitely work in all of those i'm just saying i specifically was like if we vote for mine we need to come up with a moana river ride so i just think that's funny it's the part where we vote I really liked all of the ideas a lot. I think this time around, though, I want to talk about the uh, the dinosaur ride. I love the idea of the tour guide and then the tour guide jumping ship is my favorite image ever. I think it'll be really <laughs> fun to talk about. And also, I really want to dive deeper into this idea of that we're going to 
end the ride by going into a volcano a la Mr. Toad where we die, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent, excellent job, all three of you. Really, 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 really torn. I think today, though, I'm going to go with Moana Jigs. Um, yeah, uh, I was very interested when I asked about the things, just like what the visuals of them were. You gave a great answer and one that excites me about exploring further. Yeah. Nice job. I was going to give it to the Western River Expedition. I think that's a fun idea, something we can bring back from the past and all that sort of thing. Cool. Jake, you're giggling over there. I'm laughing because I was going to vote for Brock. <laughs> you do it. You can't do we, that. Yes, because no we, yes, we have a new four-way tie system. We have a new system. We have a new system that works. I was going to say, um, Western River Expedition is like one of my favorite subjects to talk about, but it is also a super painful subject to me because I love it so much, and the fact that it didn't happen pisses me off to no end. And for that reason, I wanted to talk about something new and different, and I was going to go with Onward, which doesn't have really any representation in the park yet because it's so new. Okay, uh, Jake, I think you're right. I'll change my vote to Onward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the way our new tie system is going to work is it took us way too long to figure this one out and several failed attempts. Uh, But the way it's going to work is now we're just going to roll a D4, and whoever it lands on has to change their vote. I'm going to roll uh, Tanner. Well, well, well. Bummer! (laughs) (laughs) I'm very tempted to just scorn Jake because he didn't vote for mine, and Brock did, so I could just be nice and help him, but I want to talk about the coconut men. In Moana. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tanner. Tanner, that was nothing against you. You know I love Western River Expedition. You and I once stayed up till like 2 in the morning talking about it when we lived together. You know I Which love Which is it. why I thought for I sure just, I'd have your vote. <laughs> I know, but it, it's painful, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved Brock's idea, too. I just really, the coconut men, when I looked at them, are so funny. Yeah. Honestly, those just strong pitches all around. Good job, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I again. My biggest once complaint again, is why can't someone suck? Yeah. Once again, all four of these would be great in the parks. I would happily ride any of these rides. You know, and honestly, all four of them are better than some of the rides that actually are in Disney, which is also frustrating as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jake, tell us a little bit more about your pitch. Yeah, so I really would appreciate you guys kind of weighing in and helping me. But as I said, I kind of envisioned if we go from the very beginning, I would like to start on the island where the village is, which in the movie is called Matanui. It is the fictional Polynesian island where Moana lives. And in my mind, this takes place after the events of the movie. So the island is lush and beautiful again. The villagers are all into sailing now. This is their big thing is rafting and sailing. They're not afraid of the ocean anymore. Um, And I think the queue line would be fun to be kind of winding through this, like the, the forest of the island and setting us up into this environment. And I thought it might be fun to see some animatronics on the way in, maybe of, um, uh, the pig, what's his name? Pua, is that his name? I think so, yeah. 
and, or something like that. Maybe some of the villagers, like we see the guys or some of the women who are out in the fields, you know, collecting the crops or the palm leaves or whatever, and kind of head into the village. And the village would be kind of where one of the, the first pre-shows is, where we meet the chief. You show such a remarkable understanding of the film. You know, the palm fronds are coconuts or crops or whatever what you they know. were harvesting was not the plot point brock <laughs> if you go ahead what were they harvesting brock they were harvesting coconuts were they yeah because they sing the whole song consider the coconut uh okay fine if you say so <laughs> i remember them picking stuff up off the ground you got owned, coconuts dude. fall onto the ground no like forget, forget it anyway do you guys how do you guys feel about the queue line do you have just wondering what if you, it's too late thought? to change my vote now that Jake doesn't know his movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool. I, I, I think it's a really yeah. strong idea. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It's yeah. neat. Yeah. I like the, the island. is a, It's such a beautiful setting, so it'd be really cool. Yeah, to... so I had envisioned then that this would lead you into the chief's hut, which we see in the movie, like the main, like, house of the village and that's where we would have our pre-show with the animatronic of the chief and his wife where they would talk to us about hi hey welcome to our village moana is down by the river waiting for you she's going to teach you how to boat yeah i think that's that's great great. we get this pre-show in in the hut with chief and his wife does that sound good to you guys yeah i love it okay so then we then uh, venture from the pre-show to the actual loading station, which is down a little bit more of a queue line to the river bed. And I here I would like to have a, an animatronic of Moana standing there as we board, um, just kind of talking about getting into the boats and how she's going to teach us all this great stuff. And then we journey down the river, which I think it would be nice to start smooth. I think it would be good if there was speakers in the... Um, in the boat with us so we can hear Moana's voice, maybe just talking about sailing stuff like, Oh, you're getting the hang of it. Stuff like that. Until eventually we come to this fork, which we have been warned about. And this is where the real plot of the ride would then take off. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It gives a cool room to explore some Hawaiian like foliage and really like, you can really make that aesthetically gorgeous up until, yeah, like the whole thing, but especially that first little calm section, you can absolutely really load down with with cool shit. And we can like we can see animatronics of them like building the village right. and doing all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Or maybe we could see some of like traditional art or um, stuff like that, kind of along the banks of the river. Yeah. So then we come to the fork, and I think this is where we see to the right is obviously a calm path, and we can see the sea out ahead of us. Because, like, Moana's plan was she's going to teach us on the river because it's a little easier to learn on the river, and eventually we're going to work our way out to the sea where we can have the true experience of voyaging. But we come up to the path, and we can see, like, oh, the left looks bad. Maybe there's, like, scary-looking trees. You know, this is clearly we shouldn't go to the left. But there has been a big tree fell across the correct path and we can see that it was like intentionally cut and maybe we can hear her like oh that's weird like this isn't supposed to be like this and then the boats kind of go to the left and she's like oh no hang on hang on hang on let me try to fix this let me try to get you guys through this and that's when we begin our journey into the rapids perfect and eventually 
we maybe I don't know. We I think this just occurred to me. Maybe we hear their drums in the distance because that's one thing is all those little oh, coconut nice. guys. They play those like drums when they're getting ready to go into battle. So maybe we start hearing the drums, and she's like, "Oh no, I've encountered." She can say the same line that Maui says in the movie, like, "I've encountered these guys before, murderous little pirates." You know, because in the movie she asks, "Who are these?" and that's what he says. So it'd be kind of funny if she then says the line to us. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we see the drummer guys first. I think it would be really cool to see like 50 of those little animatronics just like beating on their war drums. And as the rappers are going, we can see them starting their attack. Maybe they're swinging on their vines across the river. They're swinging swords. They're shooting their blowguns. Maybe we see an animatronic of Moana every now and then actually like fighting with them all while like shouting sailing instructions at us, which we're not actually doing anything. We're just like in this chaos. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like it. I like uh, that's super cool. My question is, uh, is Maui going to be involved? So I thought about that. There are two possibilities. One is Maui could show up, make a surprise appearance, and save the day. People would like that. People would be kind of expecting that. But I kind of like the idea of we don't see Maui and the focus is on Moana and how she has become the hero. She took what she learned from Maui and now she is the hero and she is protecting us. I like that much better. I agree. Can I suggest a best of both worlds kind of pitch? No, I'm going to anyway. Um, (laughs) At the end of the ride, after the threat has been vanquished, all that stuff happens. Maui shows up and he's like, Hey, did I miss anything? Because I think char- people really like the character of Maui, and that's a fun, funny moment. Like, you know, nothing. He missed the whole fight. He missed that whole sort of thing, and Moana took care of all of it. That way, we still get to see Maui, but you know, he, Moana had that victory for herself. Mm. I mean, that's not a bad idea. I just feel like the way the film left it off to go with the film continuity. It was kind of implied that like we had our adventure, but now I'm going back and I probably won't ever see you again. I'm busy. <laughs> I li- so I like the idea. Yeah. I'm kind of with you, Jake. I, and I totally Brock, I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah. He is very popular. You want, you like your popular characters featured in the parks and stuff like that in your rides. Uh, but I, I like the messaging of people like maybe coming back to the village and being like, oh, Maui saved us and be like, no, actually, it was Moana. Maui just isn't even here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a very empowering thing. Something that's like power of that message, I think, maybe gets diluted a little bit if Maui shows up at all. Okay. So I think we're going to go ahead and uh, ink down Moana is the heroine of the story. Yes. There is no Maui. Moana's the heroine of the Moana (laughs) What? (laughs) It's crazy. But some mansplainer I knew, I know, was going to be like, maybe she isn't the hero of the Moana ride. I don't know who that is because I didn't have that suggestion. No one here did. I, I remember you specifically saying Maui comes down and says, woman, I will solve this as the man. Get back in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, and then she swoons. Yeah. yeah. She says, thank you, Maui. Which is weird. There's a big age difference there. I don't like that. But, yeah. Uh, well, there is no romantic connection between the two of them. That We should make that clear. 
Eric, before you see the movie. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you go by that movie continuity. Yeah, There's yeah, nothing yeah. there. Yes. But clearly Brock wants it in this ride. <laughs> <laughs> no! I absolutely do not! Well, how are you guys feeling about, like, the battle scene? I, I kind of want to talk to you guys about how we might make that work. Like, obviously, we want to see animatronics, but what are some ways we could kind of make it happen? Is there anything you guys picture or envision? Animatronics. All right. <laughs> yeah. Animatronics uh, so would be one nice. One of the things that, you know, you mentioned speakers in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. I think for the battle scene, one of the things that I think really elevates the pirate's experience is that it's sound produced by the environment itself. Yes. Um, yes, so I, I think agree. that's a good place to start on here to say that, like, the sounds and the effects are all environ, like, you know, built into the environment. Right. Yeah, I, think I have to agree with this, that. I think having speakers in the car works to augment that. But yeah, yeah overall, it's it's fun coming from all directions. My thought yeah, was the speaker in the car would just be for Moana when she's giving us directions at the beginning. So that way we don't have to have an animatronic constantly there. It's just kind of like we're hearing her give instructions while we're while we're going down yeah, the road. No, absolutely. You know? I think that's great. Okay. Yeah, no, please. Um, some tell us what you're thinking on how to make it work. Well, I was I was thinking we could all kind of work together. Um, because I, this is where we get into logistics a little bit. Of in some rides, Disney wants you to go inside to see the animatronics for logistic reasons of keeping them dry. But then, like in Jungle Cruise, those ri- animatronics are exposed to the elements all day. And I don't know what the difference is. I don't know what would be required for these specific animatronics. I don't know if we need to get into that. Again, I think this whole ride would lend itself to being outside, just from the story of the ride. But maybe there's a section where we go through like a little cave or something, and there's an ambush in the cave or something like that. I don't know. Well, because we're a podcast that doesn't super have to deal with those logistics, mm-hmm. and there is precedent of outdoor animatronics, I say we just do the better version of the ride, which... Seems like it's the outdoor version. Okay. You mentioned the uh, the pirate ship that splits into different pirate ships. Mm-hmm. That needs to be there, right? That one hundred percent that moment needs to exist because that's f-ing incredible. It is really cool. I will say that the one we see in the film is like Jake said earlier. It's like the size of an island, but each of those parts that split off look like they could easily split off into more parts. So as long as we have a smaller version of that, like one of the subsections yeah. that has yeah. its own subsection. I, I was thinking about yeah, that. I totally you agree. Couldn't ha- like just the logistics of, I'm, I was thinking about them trying to sail up the river. Their boat wouldn't fit in a river, <laughs> but yeah, if maybe we saw like one of their ships or one or two of their ships or there's this scene in the movie, the way that she escapes from them is uh, spoilers, Eric, sorry. She gets up on their ship, and she just starts whacking them with um, with her oar. And she's like a big baseball bat. And she's flinging them all over the place. And then she jumps down onto her little raft where Maui's waiting. And they take off as fast as they can using Maui's like awesomeness. And there's two ships on either side of them that are getting closer and closer and closer. And they just barely shoot out from in between the ships. And the ships crash into each other, and that destroys the coconut's whole big mountain. They just all crash into each other. But that could be okay. an interesting moment maybe at the end. Maybe Moana's like, hey, this is how I escaped from them last time. We're going to do it again. And maybe we have this moment where we're going through the two ships that are getting closer and closer. Like, you know, we could just have 
have them angled. So as you go yeah. through, it's like you can see them towering over you, and they're getting closer and closer, and you just feel like you're getting compressed between these two pirate ships. And the coconuts are standing over you and shaking their fists and screaming. And Well, they don't talk, yeah. but, you know, something <laughs> like that. My two comments to that would be, I think... Uh, not back-referencing how we did it before is probably for the best and be like, oh, uh, and just, like, coming up with a new thing. I do like the two things coming together, though, and to make that easier on a forced perspective and narrative level, you would have them coming from the front just so, like, it's not coming from the back and in, they'd be coming at you. Right, Um, so I I envision this being kind of ahead of us, so I would say we're we're looking at the sterns of the ship and we're coming up from behind and they're kind of angled in toward each other. And yeah. we're so it looks like they're going like we're going in the same direction they are and we shoot up through them. So it looks like they collide. I would I am not kiboshing that totally by any means. I would see it the other way and we would see them from the front. My issue with them from the front is if the bows are pointed at each other on an angle and we're approaching from the front, then as we slip through the gap between the two, the gap would widen as we went, which to me doesn't feel as exciting. I like the idea of it compressing okay. as we go. That was my only thought on that. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what, do you, what do you think, T? I think you see the fronts because that makes more sense if they we're under attack to me. Is we see that, and even though it gets wider, I think you could have fun with coconuts still shouting and throwing stuff at you. <laughs> I do agree with Tanner. It makes more sense if we are under attack from them that they would be pointing at us and pointing cannons and stuff at us. And that would, like, give us room to be dodging or seeing the things. Kind of like in Pirates when you're in that, like, uh, fort section and they shoot the cannons and they have like the lights and stuff that go up next to you that are like yeah. cannonballs falling. Yeah, that's one of my um, favorite scenes in Pirates. Oh yeah, it's great. It freaked the shit out of me as a kid. I was convinced oh. that I was gonna die. <laughs> me too. That's a good like, thing, Eric. This is, now, this is the day they hit me. You got a healthy <laughs> sense just, of fear. <laughs> yeah. My mom made fun of me for years for being scared of that, and then we went on it when I was a teenager, and she's like. Okay, I guess I actually can understand why a little kid would be scared of this. <laughs> <laughs> Took her that long to develop empathy, I guess. <laughs> what does your mom do for a living, Tanner? Therapy. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think she'll give Brock free sessions for the torture we put him through every time we record? She probably owes him after I've been his roommate so many times. <laughs> True. <laughs> I've lived with Tanner for like five years out of my life, and each one of them was a little slice of hell. What can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> Beautiful. Outstanding. Back to the ride. Back to the episode. <laughs> So I kind of envision to me those those ships sounds kind of like a finale moment, right? Like that's kind of the last part of the battle. Yeah. And yeah. I think from then out, we just kind of wrap things up and head back to the village to safety, whatever. How do you guys envision the finale going like the welcome home? Are the people waiting for us and waving, you know, like animatronics of the villagers? What do you think? 
I think so. I think that's a totally fine way of wrapping that up. I think it's always yeah. great to have uh, people cheering you on when you finish the ride, and also mm-hmm. maybe a Moana telling us how proud she is of us for yeah being expert rafters. Yeah, uh, for not wait, dying. No, what's the word that they use? Wayfinders. Yeah, uh, voyagers, yeah, be... wayfinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's a very elegant way of ending the ride. Yeah. Okay, sweet. So we end up back in the village, and then on the way out, some more fun animatronics. Maybe we see Pua again, you know, sitting on the beach waving. Kind of like that scene where he's sitting there looking sad where Moana leaves him. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was the biggest tease of that movie was he featured so prominently in the trailers, and everybody thought he was going to be a much bigger part of the movie than he was. Yeah, no, and they just gave her the the chicken instead. Which is fine. It's just like... Which is great. You know, Pua Didn't is adorable. Alan Tudyk voice the chicken. Oh yes, yes he did. Alan he did Tudyk right. is yes. the chicken. He, did, he makes the chicken sounds. Yes. <laughs> hey hey yeah yeah. <laughs> Love um, that guy. I think maybe that that reminds me. Maybe hey hey should be with Moana, just to have the chaos ensue uh, ensue of uh, hey hey. Like she's got to like carry him around while she's fighting. <laughs> yeah. Just to give just to add another level of chaos. And the great thing about <laughs> yeah, hey hey is he just has no awareness of anything that's going on around him. <laughs> which you know is awesome in any context him and me both <laughs> all right so is there anything else you guys want to talk about this ride do you think this sounds like a complete ride do you have anything you want to add no i think it's great jake awesome well well thanks for developing this ride with me it sounds yeah, like we're, we're good with the way it is yeah, yeah i think that was a really fun I, ride i think it would be a good way to bring moana into the parks I would be happy to ride this, and I will be very sad when Disney inevitably does not make this happen. And yeah. even if they do make it happen, let's face it, they're gonna they're gonna shoehorn Maui all over this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I'm sure if Maui's in it, it'll be a different plot. Yeah, I know, but but it won't be as good as yours. Yeah. Thanks, Brock. On that note, are you guys ready? Are you guys ready to move on to the lightning round? Kapow! Yes. It's the lightning round. So I have spun the wheel. We need to pitch a amusement park classic, the roller coaster. And as Eric mentioned earlier, we love the Disney Renaissance. So we are going to go with, I believe this was the first movie of the Disney Renaissance, The Little Mermaid. So we need a roller coaster themed to The Little Mermaid. Okay. All right. So roll the random thing. It is Jakers. All right. Okay, my roller coaster is going to be the ending scene of Little Mermaid where we have the giant whirlpool and there's the massive, um, anim- a massive animatronic. We're talking like 10 stories tall of Ursula standing there. And we are in the ship with Eric as he spirals down this whirlpool to where Ariel is laying at the bottom of the whirlpool. And we save her. And then we ram our ship into Ursula's stomach, brutally murdering her. And that is my roller coaster. Thank you. <laughs> nice. I love it. <laughs> Sounds dizzy. <laughs> Tanner. For my pitch, we are racing around under the sea with Flounder and Ariel. We are going to take a trip and see all of the different treasures that she has in her grotto. We're going to fly around. Uh, Sebastian will be there telling us to slow down, and we'll race all around, and we'll end the ride at Triton's Palace Underwater. 
The end. Beautiful. Nice. Me. All right, so we are in the vein of uh, the rock and roller coaster of the Aerosmith, except this time it's Sebastian and his underwater band are playing us Caribbean tunes as we're riding seahorses, doing flips and shit throughout the ocean, featuring all kinds of crazy Caribbean music. Yes. That's my pitch. Eric, that is awesome, awesome. and I am so glad that you are the only person in the world that has ever had that idea. I am so mad right now. I know, I can see your face. I am so angry. Don't worry, dude, you can do something with the chef. Oh, yeah. It's not like you haven't stolen my ideas before. Like you can that was an original idea that was like... very similar. <laughs> I don't know, it's a roller coaster. Ursula's there. You're you're a you're an eel. Can you at least you're try? one of Ursula's eels. <laughs> yeah, you're one of Ursula's eels, and you're going up and down this roller coaster. It's crazy, wacky fun. Oh my word, is that Ursula there? She's got her tentacles, and we're a fucking eel. Wow, how wacky and fun. <laughs> Is that better? Guys. Why did you sound like every man who did a commercial in the 90s? <laughs> you went with one of your tactics where you just tell us it's fun, but I was upset that you didn't pull in your other tactic where you just list characters that are in the movie. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Which I thought you were going to do when you were like, and Ursula's there. Yeah, I thought you were Flotsam and Jetsam and Ariel and Eric and Flounder Ariel's and Sebastian. There, Eric's there, Flounder's there, Sebastian's there. That is wacky there. and it's fun. <laughs> all of her sisters, they all have names. Yeah. They're all different C's. I didn't bother to learn them. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, Brock, on that note, I think maybe you should just take us out of here. I think I should. But, Jake, oh, my gosh, our Facebook's about to get wet. I'll have, I'll have to. <laughs> sorry. I'll have to keep it dry. It's Facebook.com slash Main Street Musings. Tanner, oh, my gosh, it looks like that Instagram's going to fall off the boat. Oh, no, I'll bring Main underscore Street underscore Musings back into the boat. And, Eric, our Twitter is going over the falls. Mm, don't tempt me with a good time at MSM <laughs> underscore podcast. Did you think of that when I said the thing was about to get wet and then I you did. just waited? <laughs> okay. So did I. Just, That's what I thought of when I had to stop myself. Yeah. And then I was just like, you know what? This still fits like a macabre sense of humor. I'll go with it. And I'm Brock. <laughs> Uh, everyone, make sure to tell your friends. Leave us a five-star review and rating. A big, sopping, wet five-star review. Bye. <laughs> Bring it out. Just a soggy <laughs> review. <laughs> the most moist review you can. Also, tell Disney to send us money. Just, just have them send us money. Just write to your nearest Disney-related person and just say, hey, send them money. <laughs> 